one. The new one is surfing. <laughs> uh, I've never surfed before. Mm, you still, I mean, you okay. still surf. Yeah, yeah right. okay. She's saying <laughs> I still haven't ever surfed. I just go out <laughs> no, in the no, waves no, 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 no. and get crushed, which is very, <laughs> to very true. To be fair, true. you have not taken a single lesson. So I think no. if you if you do that, you will become more accomplished. I am trying to play <laughs> surfing. <laughs> The Extra Pack of Peanuts Travel Podcast, episode 451. There are four states in the U.S. with a town named Turkey. Turkey, North Carolina, Turkey, Louisiana, Turkey, Arizona, and the one that just rolls off the tongue, Turkey, Texas. Coincidentally enough, Turkey, North Carolina and Turkey, Arizona have the exact same population of 294 people. One of the things that I am most thankful for and have been blown away by over the last seven years since we've been running Extra Pack of Peanuts and being entrepreneurs and having our own business is the amazing people that we have had the pleasure of meeting. Just the amazing individuals that have come into our life because of the fact that we've run Extra Pack of Peanuts and because we've had our own business. And one of those, way back when we were starting, is Fred, the founder of Tortuga Backpacks. And it's been amazing to watch Tortuga Backpacks and him grow as we have grown here at Extra Pack of Peanuts and the projects that we've done as well. And I'm infinitely thankful for him coming into my life and being such a supportive person when it comes to Extra Pack of Peanuts. And we have always been crazy supportive of Tortuga Backpacks as well. Not only because they're a small company, not only because we believe in their mission, but also because they make super high quality backpacks. And now for the first time, they're running their biggest sale Ever. It's, it's already happening. It runs November 7th through Monday, December 21st, if you're listening, in 2020. And if you spend $200, you save 20%. If you spend $300, you save 25%. And if you spend $500, you save 30% off anything that you buy over there. So if you want to check it out, you can head to tortugabackpacks.com slash epop. That's tortugabackpacks.com slash epop. If you use that special link, they will know that you are an epopper, that you came from our podcast, and they'll give us some extra love this holiday season. So check it out, tortugabackpacks.com slash epop. Hello, travel nerds, and welcome to the Extra Pack of Peanuts Travel Podcast, the show that teaches you how to travel more while spending less. I'm your host, Travis Sherry, and joining me today is someone who didn't even count down three, two, one this time. She just hit start with the Bluetooth remote to start the video on Instagram, but... But she had to hit it like eight times because the Bluetooth remote isn't working. The phone has already crashed once. So this is our second time recording this beginning. Mm -hmm. uh, tech yeah. issues today. Yes. But no worries mm -hmm. because we are here to give 
Thanks. So joining me, my wife, constant travel companion, someone I'm thankful for, Good infinitely Lord, thankful man. for, Heather. That was long-winded. I kept waiting to like jump in there for a second, but yeah, thank you for the introduction. And yes, we are having a lot of technical difficulties today. And we did start recording this, but fortunately we were only maybe five minutes in. So, so take two, even though none of you would know it, but this is a behind the scenes look today. Uh-huh. Take two. And today we are bringing you our Thanksgiving thanks podcast. This is either the sixth or seventh time we've done this. We did not look it up. We, we either started it. The year we started the podcast was 2013. So we either did a Thanksgiving thanks in 2013. I think we did, which would make this our seventh year and have every year we do this. For, for a few reasons. One is for us to look back and to give us a little bit of time to reflect on the year and to talk about the things that we are thankful for through this year that happened unexpectedly, mm-hmm. right? Like these things that we never could have guessed would have happened, you know, back the, on Thanksgiving of the year previous of 2019 for this time. And this year, of course, because of the stuff that's been happening in the world, uh, there is a lot of unexpected things. Yes, but we still have a lot to be thankful for. So I guess we should just jump right in. Yeah, I would say I just wanted to remind people one of the reasons that we do this is not so that you just hear ours, but we we thought this was cool because our podcast comes out on Tuesdays. If you're watching on Instagram, it come out on Tuesday as well. And that gives you a couple days to do this for yourself. And we we recommend that you do this if you listen to podcasts. Just take some time, reflect on your 2020 and say, what are unexpected things that I am thankful for this year? Maybe it's in the drive uh, to your grandma's house for Thanksgiving, your parents' well, house or something like that. Maybe not because it's COVID. And yeah, I mean, maybe you're not traveling. <laughs> yeah, maybe you're not traveling. But take some time to do it yourself because we find it to be really something that even though it takes us maybe an hour each year to do, to reflect on, um, something that we find really, really valuable and fun to do. So without further ado, then we both have seven and mm-hmm. you are going to count yours down from like to the, to the thing you are most thankful for. Mine are not in any order, which I know shocker for a list episode, not in any order, just kind of ones that segue into one another. So kick us off. All right. Well, my number seven is actually something that I had on my list last year. So when we were prepping for this podcast, I was like, oh, I'm going to look at my list from last year. And I had already done six without looking at my list. But then I was curious as to what was on my list last year. And this one was on there. And I felt that it was also appropriate for this year. And that is my number seven, Trav's obsessive and very determined personality unexpected though <laughs> i mean i don't know how this is an unexpected thing so, you've now known me for half my life yes, and half your no, life no it's not unexpected that you have that personality type it's unexpected that it came through in such a big way this year okay the result the of result it. of okay. it right. came through in such a big way this year so last year i i think that I had mentioned it because we needed a new car and we, you did all sorts of research and became obsessed with finding like the best deal on a new to us car because we didn't buy brand, brand new. But anyway, that was the reason last year. So this year, you know, you've upped that by a hundred times because of where we're sitting, which will come up on my list and probably your list later. But this beach house that is pretty much just a result of Trav obsessively researching real estate during our spare time in COVID, which do we even have spare time as parents? Of I mean, two? with two kids, but not as much as some people. to find the spare time to research real estate and then found this house and then did a lot of time digging into 
all of the details to make this house work for I, us. I feel a little so. bit of pressure because we yeah. went from a car to a house. <laughs> what is my obsession going to oh bring in 2021? I don't know. I mean, we're travelers. So can you somehow hook us up with a private airplane? Because that would be amazing. Who knows? Who, I guess. <laughs> then I, we'd be, certainly be safe to travel because we wouldn't have to travel with anybody else. I guess we will have. <laughs> we'll have to see. I don't know. It'll be unexpected next year because we have no idea what's going to come. The universe from can do that. anything. <laughs> Understood. All right. So my my first one here is um, slowing down, and specifically because mm-hmm. of COVID. Now we have our health um, and all that, so we are infinitely thankful for that. But one of the positive things that we've seen because of the coronavirus and the pandemic that it has. Um, racked the world with is that it has caused us specifically me Mm -hmm. to slow down quite a bit um especially when it comes to travel of course and so one of the things that we you know there are a lot of things that would have happened this year and you'll see these come up on the list that would not have been able to happen had we been able to travel now yes you know those travels would have been awesome too and i think we're both very uh pessimist excuse me we're very positive optimistic people so i'm sure had we been able to travel and coronavirus hadn't been here this list would obviously look different but one of the things that it has done is forced us to slow down you might be saying well you guys moved into a new house in north carolina in the middle of a pandemic all that kind of stuff for for me that's, that's a bit slow. slow. That's, that's a bit, a bit slow. slow. So um, we yes. like to make our lives more complicated, but then we can really enjoy the results of that, I guess. Um, so but yeah, slowing, slowing down. Slowing and down. and you'll see the reason I put this first is because this was the overarching theme of my mm-hmm. year that then led to some of these other things happening that wouldn't have happened had I not slowed down. Sure, definitely. Sloan. Slowed down. Slowed down. Uh, yes, I also have not that exact thing, but it it kind of is an overarching theme, right, of this year that we have had less distractions and things like that. So my number six, it my number six is just this: it's that good things come to those who wait. So this year we haven't been able to travel, other than you know we've done the road trip down here to North Carolina. And I know that other people have traveled a little bit and there have been a lot of road trips happening. And fortunately, we live in an amazing country that's so huge and there's so much to see. But we didn't go on any massive road trips this year and we didn't go on any airplanes, so we didn't really travel. And the good things come to those that wait is my idea that basically it gives us a new perspective on travel because we haven't been able to go anywhere when we do actually go somewhere my goodness, it'll be so amazing. And, you know, I think we were a bit spoiled before that we could just hop on a plane and go anywhere that we wanted to. And I know that those experiences were amazing and life-changing, but to be thinking about it for a whole year and like then or maybe longer before we can actually safely go somewhere, it'll just be that much more amazing and getting to see those places that you've been dreaming about or getting to see places that you have missed that you've been to before. Specifically for for me, going back to Canada to see some of our best friends um, up there, we haven't seen them in a year now and that's the longest let us in, Canada. Seen them. Let us in. We'll take tests. So, we'll be fine. Yeah, we're coming for you, Canada, when we're allowed to go back in there. Yeah, I think that similar, I hadn't thought about this, but when I, we were living in Japan, and that was a big transition, but we hadn't traveled a lot when we lived in Japan. And I remember specifically getting ready during our first winter there mm-hmm. to go over on our first backpacking That's trip right. to Cambodia 
uh, Malaysia and Thailand and how excited I was for that trip because it was the first time we'd be backpacking. And I feel like there will be that sense again when we get to travel, uh, especially if we get to go internationally on a plane. It's almost like recreating that first big trip for you. So I'm with you. My next one is... I am I know you're going to talk about the beach house and moving to North Carolina. So I'm going to throw out some specifics of things that I am thankful for when it comes to our move down to North Carolina. Mm-hmm. So the big thing I'm thankful for being able to be able to have the opportunity to move down here to North Carolina. Mm-hmm. One of the things I'm thankful for specifically the beach and the sunshine and the warmer weather. Now I am wearing pants today. This is the first day it's gotten yeah. cold enough that I've put pants on. Now, usually I'm wearing shorts, but I mean long pants. Yeah. I mean, I put on this turtleneck sweater. I think it was a little overkill because it said that it was, it felt like 34 out this morning, but now that the sun has been out, I think it's in the fifties, but yes, it's, it's chilly. It's today. the first real chilly day. And so I am thankful for warmer weather. I like warmer weather. I love the sunshine. And so I'm thankful for that. I'm also very thankful for our friend and our realtor, Danielle, who did a ton of work. If you guys want to listen to our show about how we got this beach house and why we moved to North Carolina, there's a whole show about that. 20 questions where we answer your questions that you submitted. And we talk about Danielle in there, but without her, uh, probably 95% of the realtors that we could have ended up with probably wouldn't have been able to get us this house. She jumped through a ton of hoops. She helped us out big time. And so I got to give her a shout out and her husband, Brett, Mm -hmm. um, who have now become our friends. And then also for introducing us to a friend group down here of Clinton, Abby. I know they're listening. Um, Sean and Christine. So we do have a little group here now that, you know, we've been here a couple months and because of COVID, we haven't really been able to go out and meet people. (laughs) So that has been super, super, super Um, helpful and really has helped us make the transition. So a big shout out to Danielle and everyone that she's introduced us to. Um, Very, very thankful for that because we had never met her before this. We had never met her before June and now she's a big part of our life. Yes. And you know what? She was actually going to be on my list when I was writing it. And then the kids came and descended upon me and I actually just ended my list there and I forgot. So thank you so much for bringing that up, Trav, because definitely very thankful for not only your obsessive personality, but Danielle's like overachieving <laughs> realtor prowess, I guess, because yes, she just really knocked it out of the park and went above and beyond for us. So, yeah. So there we yeah. go. I mean, there, so there's a lot of things to be thankful yes. about the beach house, but specifically <laughs> the people who have helped us get it. Mm-hmm. And then also the people who have shown us such a welcoming time as we've transitioned down here. Absolutely. Number five, I would be remiss as a mother, I think, if I didn't say that I was thankful for my kids and the time that we've had with them. Yes, that has been probably more because of COVID. Uh, I guess it's a little unexpected that we would be spending this much time with our family in this pandemic year. But not just because of COVID, also because of our lifestyle and the way that we are entrepreneurs and we're used to working from home even before COVID happened and used to working from the road. Uh, So we get to spend a lot of time with our kids and I'm so thankful for that because it's an unusual lifestyle for a lot of parents and sometimes the juggle is a struggle <laughs> oh did you come up with yeah, that or were you I sitting just, on that no i just that just oh, came out boy. right now i don't even nice. have that in my notes the juggle, uh, is, the juggle a struggle. is a struggle um hashtag juggle yes. is a struggle and you know being in north carolina we don't have access to our family who has been helping us out with our kids in the past but uh we did hire a wonderful um 
woman to come take care of the kids two to three days a week Miss here. Miss Allison. Miss Allison, she has them right now. And yes, so we love our kids and we love all this extra time spent with them. Yeah, and the opportunity to live a unique lifestyle, mm-hmm. which I'm going to talk about a little bit as well in just a moment. Um, for me, the next thing on my list that I'm thankful for, and this was completely unexpected. I had never heard of this before. I actually only heard of it uh, starting in July, middle end of July is when I heard of this. And this is a program called 75 Hard. Ooh, one so, of us is thankful for this. And then the other one is, you know, like, oh, I'm glad it's over-ish. Okay. Well, I'll, <laughs> I'll explain to people what it is a little bit. And I, I won't, you know, belabor this point too much. But essentially... In the beginning of this year, in January, I had started to put on weight that I lost before, and I was not feeling physically fit. I was feeling unmotivated, all that kind of stuff. And so I I actually started way before end of July, starting to get healthier, eat right, stuff like that. And, and I did really well with that. And I had an accountability partner, uh, my friend Diane, who I'm super thankful for. And we kind of just spent about four, about five months working together, just holding each other accountable. Mm-hmm. But so I started, instead of gaining weight in COVID, like everybody else in the world, you lost right. I had dropped. Weight. I had dropped by July, I had dropped about 20 pounds mm-hmm. um, between January and July. And But I had started to see myself plateauing. And I, there was a program that, that I was introduced to by a mentor of mine, and it was called 75 Hard. And essentially, it's a 75-day program that is meant to be hard. And they, and they call it a mental toughness program, not just a physical fitness program. Long story short, you have to, do, uh, you have to exercise two times a day for 45 minutes separately. Mm-hmm. So that, that is very inconvenient for most people, myself included, Heather included. <laughs> um, you have to drink like a gallon of water every day. You have to do 10 pages of reading. Um, you know, there's a few other, no alcohol, no alcohol, no desserts. No desserts. So it's all about training yourself to, to consistently make tough decisions for a long period of time, which is 75 days. And, um, I bought into it and I did it and I did 75 full mm-hmm. days and it was awesome. And it really, really gave me an amazing perspective. Uh, it really helped me become more consistent and more structured because that is not naturally how I am. Obviously the physical fitness benefits came as well, but more important than that was the mental toughness stuff. Mm -hmm. And some of that I've even kept, you know, I finished that program in, um, middle of October, but some of that I've kept going um, and I'll talk about a few of those in just a moment too. But the program as a whole, if you guys want to look it up, just Google 75 hard. Um, it, it was very, very, I, I would, I would go as far as saying it was life-changing for yeah, me, and especially that's, mentally. That's incredible. And I, I'm really happy that you did it and super proud of you for going through and doing the whole entire program, 75 days. And then, and for me, it, it wasn't really that inconvenient other than the, hours you spent exercising every day was the two 45 minute exercises a, a day stop. and then you know after the 75 days you're like oh i'm gonna be done and maybe i'll just exercise only 45 minutes every day but then there was like an extra part to the challenge where I, you I wanna, had to do it for 30 more days and i was like are you kidding me so now that you're officially done done <laughs> you're still using a lot of those parts of the program in your life. You're still exercising a lot and you're still, you know, but just not hours a day. Right. I should, which uh, is really nice. And I should say <laughs> that I'm super thankful for you and oh, I, and you. I've said it, but uh, to you, but I'll say it publicly here on Instagram and on the podcast Woo! because it, that most of the things were not that 
inconvenient for everyone in my life. Mm -hmm. It was more inconvenient for me. There was a part where I had to take cold showers. All right, not inconvenient for Heather. Really sucks. Every It does not get easier. Okay, first of all, the cold shower thing. Fortunately, you were doing it in the end of summer so you no, just took no, them no. from coming off the that's, beach that's not true that's, there were times i took them coming off the beach with the sun shining away and there were times i took them when right, it was 9 p.m in our outdoor shower and the wind was whipping and it was freezing cold okay. so fair but, enough fair so what enough. i'm saying is some of it not inconvenient for other people just a pain in the butt for me but the exercising 45 minutes twice a day cannot be simultaneous so it's mm -hmm. supposed to be broken up so it is inconvenient that was a big inconvenience right. for you and the rest of the family mm -hmm. and so thank thank you for allowing me to buy in um mm -hmm. because there's no way if you weren't supportive of it that i could have done 75 days it just would have led to a bunch of issues so yeah thank you all right not, all right she's yeah. like moving on. <laughs> moving on i've heard way too much about 75 hard this year in the last four months let's Let's move on. Okay. We're moving on. So let's move on. Okay. Uh, my number four is stability with our work. So obviously COVID has made it very unpredictable and unexpected for a lot of people with their jobs and their stability with their jobs. And are they going to be able to work? And then a lot of people couldn't even work for months at a time. So all that to say, I'm super grateful and thankful that we have stability and, and not, I mean, when the pandemic first happened, we were like, I personally was a little bit nervous and both of us, I think, I, were thinking I about- I would go <laughs> further than saying a little bit nervous. Right, yes. I would say very we were, nervous. We were very nervous and we were scared. What are we going to do with our business? You know, we work for ourselves, but- And we run a travel site, <laughs> we run which, a travel you site. know, is, is one of or maybe the hardest hit industry up there with restaurants and things like that uh, in the world. So- yes. But what I'm grateful for is the fact that because we're entrepreneurs, we are also in control of what we do. We're not, we can't control the travel industry, but we can control what we put our time and energy into. And because we don't just do a travel blog and podcast, we have other businesses. We have diversified a bit. We have the Airbnbs, which also took quite a hit. But anyway, we still have them. <laughs> I just <laughs> laugh because I just try not to look at yeah. those spreadsheets every month. Um, but we also have um, Trav and Jason work on Location Indie together and how much we've been able to pivot this year with helping other people who have realized that having a location independent life can be more attainable. Everybody's working from home now. Companies are going to be more used to this. So that gives a lot of people out there flexibility to have an alternative lifestyle. So... Anyway, all that to say that I am just very happy to have our entrepreneur life and to have somewhat control over what we do. And we're not working for a huge company that's just like laying off people or having some job in predictability. Yeah. Does that make totally, sense? Totally. I I've have this similar point. Had we talked about this before, and which we don't when we do lists, not even this Thanksgiving thanks mm -hmm. one, because we want to be surprised. Um, you know, I would have jumped in here with mine, but I'll just continue down my path because this will come up again mm -hmm. for me. And I do agree with everything you say that, and I will just even add on top that one of the positive things that I've seen come out, not just for us, but for other people is if they are, have been able to work from home where they weren't able to before, a lot of people are getting a taste of of what, you know, like a, a micro taste of what a location independent lifestyle might right. look like. 
um, in a way that still gives them some stability because they still have their job, but they're like, oh, I get some benefits. And we know a bunch of people who had regular jobs that you'd go into an office or, or a lot of our friends were teachers too. You go into a school um, and now they haven't had to. And so they get a taste of it. And that has led some people to say, well, I have a yearning for more. What does that mean? How can I maybe how can I maybe take other steps, not just have, you know, location freedom, but time freedom and financial freedom. And obviously that then leads into a lot of stuff of what we've been teaching in the last couple of years. So um, on mine, when I talk about the 75 hard program, one of the things that I am thankful for, and this came about even before 75 hard, one of these is two new sport or excuse me, two sports, one old and one new. So very true. Okay. I wouldn't have thought of this, but yes, I am infinitely thankful for getting back to, I I, want to say playing sports. One of these, you don't say that you play, uh, you don't. So I'll give you that one. The new one is surfing. (laughs) Uh, I've never surfed before. Mm, You still, I mean, you still surf. Yeah. Okay. She's saying I still haven't ever surfed. I just go out (laughs) in the waves and get crushed, which is very, (laughs) very fair. You have not taken a single lesson. So I think if you, if you do that, you will become more accomplished. I am trying to play (laughs) surfing, Uh, but you know, obviously something I've never done. We moved here in August. The waves are right outside our door. People are surfing all day, every day. So I have tried, attempted (laughs) to become a surfer. I have stood up on the board a few times. 99% of the time, I'm just getting thrown off it. But um, that has been a really neat thing to take up a new skill, something that I always thought seemed cool, Mm -hmm. but, you know, didn't live near the ocean and wasn't going to go out of my way, especially when you're in your 30s to say, well, I'm going to take up surfing. I live two hours away, so I'm just going to drive to the beach and do it. So now that has given me the opportunity to do it. And it's been really neat to and humbling. And I think that's been part of being neat is the humbling aspect of oh my gosh, you're horrible at this. You're 37. You've never done it. You're you're not going to be good. Like that's the thing. I'll never be an amazing surfer. It's just not going to happen. And I think that's cool to start something and say, well, you're not going to be amazing, but you want to just get to a level that's like every time you go out or, or every mm-hmm. week you get a little better, a little better, a little better, a little better. Yes, the kids who are running out here that I can watch now who are 15 and like doing flips <laughs> on their board and crazy stuff, I'll never do that. And that's totally fine. So that's been a really neat experience, like a new, learning a new skill. Right. And the other one I already know because he would do this during his hard 75 and play for an hour and a half and then still have to do another 45 minute yeah, workout, I we which is another thing about 75, 75 hard. hard was annoying that they can't just be consecutive. But anyway, so anyway, uh, that is playing tennis. So I, I played tennis in high school. I really loved it. It was one of my favorite sports, if not my favorite at, at points in my life, it was my favorite sport to play. Um, I hadn't played for a while and I, I don't really know why I just stopped playing and I had not hit a tennis ball for at least 10 years until I went out to visit my buddy Brian right before the pandemic happened. Mm -hmm. In fact, I was in LA when they announced it a pandemic in that mid-March time period. And he's a big tennis player. And he said, Trav, let's, let's play. And it was the first time I hit tennis ball in 10 years. And it reinvigorated my love for the game of tennis. Yeah, talk about obsessive. He came home and he's like, oh, it's a pandemic, but who can I play tennis with? Well, I should say, <laughs> so one of the things that I've been thankful for is is relearning an old skill and getting better again. Like I'm probably not as good as I, I was at tennis, but it's kind of neat to say, oh, you don't lose everything, right? Like you could come back and be okay. And then while learning a brand new skill and saying like, yeah, you know nothing about surfing, so you you need to take lessons. Right. 
And I should also say that both of those, I, I play a lot of basketball, but not COVID. That's not COVID yeah. friendly. So I haven't played basketball in, in seven, eight months, whatever it is. Um, both surfing and tennis, fairly COVID friendly sports. Yes. So Even on I am the thankful list, for both I of them. think, I don't know if it was the CDC, but the list of activities, you know, one to 10, one being not very risky and 10 being very risky. I think tennis is like maybe a two. Yeah, it so, was. Yeah, I, I pretty, found that and said it to my buddy low. who I wanted to play with. Who was a, And I'm like, come on, we could play. And we did. So, yeah. um, yes, I've really enjoyed playing tennis again. Okay. I am very happy for you for both of those things. Um, I think it would also be fun to start surfing. So, yeah, that, you know. I'm going to throw that out to everyone listening. Um, one of the, I've been able to, as Heather laughed at, start surfing. Let's say I've played around in the water with a board. <laughs> but I did tell her when we got lessons, and one of the reasons I haven't taken lessons yet is I want to take lessons with her because I want us both to be date able to. Date, night, day, yeah, date, date night, day, whatever it is. <laughs> um both get to see if we like it. And yeah. if we do, then that that's cool that we both can learn a new skill together and, and grow together. Yeah, we got, we, we've been married for 10 years. We have two kids. So yeah, we need to, you know, come up with new ways of... Having fun. Having fun. All right. So my next one, number three, is how much work we've gotten to accomplish because we aren't distracted. So <laughs> <laughs> this goes back to the slowing down right, because travel right. is a awesome distraction, but it is a distraction yes. when it comes to building a business. And not just traveling, socializing. I mean, we love to see our friends. We love to hang out with our friends. My goodness, we've seen a few of our friends, but we really haven't seen a lot of people this year. So also not going out to eat. I mean, yep. we would, we've gotten takeout, but going out to eat is something that we would do a lot and meet up with our friends and all this stuff. So socializing and not traveling. I, I mean, I'm not really, I guess I'm thankful for it because it's on my list, but it's unexpected. Well, you're thankful for the thing, for the, a the positive results. thing that came out of it. Like Which we was, probably would never pick in March to say, I don't want to socialize with a lot of people. But, <laughs> True. And, and like, but like I said, it slows yeah. us down. So we couldn't. And then there were positive things that came out of it. Yes. Such as? Such as how much work we've gotten to do. So since the new year and since COVID happened, you know, I said that we had to pivot our business and we didn't do as much with with EPOP, the extra pack of peanuts travel industry. We, I, we're not going to be running a frequent flyer boot camp this year. However, Trav and Jason have launched the Lifestyle Launch Academy. We've done challenges where we've helped a lot of people realize that they can have this type of lifestyle. And that's super exciting for us. And I have launched with my sister a DIY slash Etsy shop, which is really fun. And I don't always have exactly a lot of extra time <laughs> to do that since I spend a lot of time with the kids. And, but it's really fun for me to do that. It's really fun to have an outlet where I can be creative and where Trav can be creative. And I'm just thankful for that. I'm thankful that, you know, we haven't traveled, but it's also nice to not travel, especially when you have two small children, because traveling can be exhausting and challenging, you know, the getting to and from places and the, the jet lag of places. And so just being here and being at peace with being at home has been nice. One of the things that people don't realize, and even though we've done it a bunch, we also still struggle to realize is how much of a buffer you need around let's just use travel as an example when you have kids and when, and when you're doing like longer term traveling, it's not, Oh, we're going away for two weeks or three weeks. And then, you know, 
all up to those, you know, leading up to it, you could do everything normal and then coming <laughs> home, you start right away. You need buffer periods around mm -hmm. what we call your big rocks and travel can be a very big rock that you have to put place in your calendar. And as you place those big rocks in, you have to build buffer time around it. And, you know, you start looking at a calendar and if you have a few trips in there and you have a few other events, even if it's not travel related, like you said, even if it's socializing or uh, something as simple as having mm -hmm. a bigger uh, birthday party or holiday party at our house, which might take three days to set up and three days to even get back to normal with, I mean, that then just chews up days right. that don't allow you to do some of the projects that you want to do because your time is spent elsewhere. So I'm with you. It, that slowing down and that being pulled in less directions has allowed you to start Juju and Co. Um, and really kind of get that going and do mm -hmm. some really fun DIY for me to really find my footing with what I've been doing with teaching uh, people how to build businesses and build the lifestyle that they want over at Location Indian through our Lifestyle Launch Academy. So it's been really cool. Um, yes, absolutely. And I just have to say that, you know, hearing and watching you do the challenges and you did the Advance Your Reach program and you started that before COVID, you started that like almost a year ago, right? How much you've learned from that and how much you've put that in to your teaching. I mean, you were good at teaching before, but now you're just on fire. So it's just so exciting to, to watch that and to see that um, from, you know. All right, I got to give a little love to I got to get a little love to you then. Has anyone been on Instagram and seen the palm frond? Oh, the yes. palm frond decoration that Heather's thrown up on? If you haven't, go peep that. <laughs> that thing is really cool. It's the first big piece in our bedroom here. Mm -hmm. uh, most of the other rooms are, are finished, but like well, our not, the office. not, not the, the office, not the office, not our bedroom, <laughs> but our bedroom is like has lagged. And then she just did this palm frond thing. She's been out like running around foraging palm fronds. <laughs> Check it out on Instagram. It's absolutely incredible. Thank it's just you. one of the few things, DIY things that you've done, but uh, it, it's really neat. So Yes, uh, this was actually a good segue because Ooh. the number three thing for me, and again, I'm not counting in any specific order, but the, something I'm super thankful for is getting back to learning. And mm -hmm. there's there's been three things that I've done this year that I can say like I hadn't been doing before, and it's it's really helped me evolve. Like I I am someone who's a believer in lifelong learning. Um, I don't think it has to be done in a certain way, right? Like in a formalized way of, oh, I'm going to go get another degree and another degree. Not that there's anything wrong with that. Sometimes that works for people. But for me, I've done three different things, I would say, with, with learning. And I'll say next year, 2021, there's going to be a few other ones because surfing lessons, tennis lessons, um, which go into the last one. But the one thing you mentioned is I was a part of a program called Stage to Scale, which I bought last November, actually, and started going through it right at Thanksgiving time. Mm -hmm. And then actually made the biggest investment we've ever made um, on anything um, and in ourselves. And that was join a $20,000 program, year-long teaching, learning coaching program from the people who run the stage to scale program. And it's called advance your reach. Um, it's, it's platinum membership that I'm in and that has been invaluable. So watching them coach mm -hmm. me and, and seeing the things that I'm learning from them because they have businesses that do seven and eight figures and okay, how does that help has really, as you mentioned, impacted the way that I am now able yes. to coach people who come to our stuff. So it's been really cool to learn, not just the nuts and bolts from them of like, here are strategies and stuff, but also from a meta viewpoint of, oh, I'm a student and I see how what you're doing and the way you're doing it 
is is beneficial to me. Let me then take that and impart that into my students. So that's been you learn two ways. Yeah, there. it's it's incredible, and just and watching it all come to fruition has been just a really exciting time for us and and for you to just put everything into practice it's exciting yep. to see and like the energy is contagious and infectious and it's just it's really fun and i want to give two sub thank yous the sh uh shout outs to both you and to jason my business partner over at location any because when i was saying hey i want to do this program it's twenty thousand dollars both of you were like listen you got to do it like mm -hmm. this is in order to continue to grow sometimes because I'm a very frugal person, as you guys listening know, if you listen to any show, <laughs> you know, I am I am a lot of times thinking, well, I could do it myself. I could do it myself. I can learn it myself. I can learn it myself. Sometimes you can. But a, it's going to take you a lot of time, a lot of heartache or, or you're, it's going to, you know, it's frustration. just going to be frustration and struggle. And there are some things that you just cannot learn on your own that you have to put money up to, to a hold your feet to the fire, but b to learn from people who are further ahead than you. And that's mm -hmm. why if we bring it back to a sports analogy, every single person in sports has a coach. LeBron James is the best basketball player in the world. He has a shooting coach. He has a this coach. Mm -hmm. He has a fitness coach, right? You can't. You can't get better without people helping coach you um, at, for some things. And that's what I learned this year. And so um, $20,000 completely well spent. So that's the first way I learned. Like, let me pay and and that's going to hold my feet to the fire right. and I'm going to be crazy engaged. I'm going to learn from a coach. Um, the second thing is mentorship, which is similar to coaching, but I see it more as uh, built around friendships and handholding. And this is with my buddy, uh, Sean Keener, who runs a site called Boots and All. If you guys are in the travel industry, you, you might have seen Boots and All. It's been around since like the late 90s, one of the first travel websites. And Sean is a dear friend of both yours and mine. Mm -hmm. uh, he is exactly 10 years older than me. And so it's been really cool to see his journey. And I basically said to him, Sean, where you're at right now is where I want to be 10 years from now. So can we just get on a call? And that call has turned into bi-weekly mentorship where we're both helping each other, but it really is him helping me more um, to, to set stuff up yeah. for a future for our kids and for our family that is in a way that works with what we're doing now. Yeah, it's so important to have those relationships in your life, especially because it's easy to push aside kind of those big things that you know that you need to do you know the procrastination in all of us one well, to so, think long term like yeah, that is hard right is. 10 years like mm -hmm. that's very hard for me to wrap my head around yeah yeah so it's it's awesome and i'm also grateful to sean as as a friend and as a mentor for trav because he's just an incredible person so yeah so my little takeaway there is if someone's doing something that you want to do you know whether you have to pay them or not like just try to get in their orbit and and try to get them to coach or mentor you because you can learn so much, not even from what they say, but how they do it as well in a meta perspective. Mm -hmm. And the third thing I've done with learning that 75 hard got me back into, yeah. I had to read 10 pages every single day of a, like a help, a, a self-help or, or, or something to get you better again, um, like a nonfiction to, mm -hmm. to improve your life. And a few books that I've read, um, one actually I'll give you specifically is called never split the difference by Chris Voss. And it's a negotiation book, but it's, it's even bigger than that. It's like how to approach stuff in your life. Um, so I've read probably four or five books in the last couple months, all that have been really good. And so that's been really fun to get back to a daily habit of having to read 10 mm -hmm. pages. And even though I'm not on the program anymore, I've, that's one of the things I've kept Yeah, because reading is 
it is a great, uh, it, it, it's kind of like a line in the sand, right? Like when you are reading and learning in that way, you just, you can see how it opens up a lot of doors that when you're not, you, you kind of, you don't even think about. Wow. I don't even know how I can follow up with all of that because you well, clearly I, put in a lot of thought into your, I guess that was your number three. Um, I, I, well, it's just that I've got back to learning again yeah. instead of kind of just doing and thinking I know best to say, no, I really want to, mm -hmm. I really want to try to better in some areas that I don't know or don't know anything or, or really know much. Awesome. Well, my number two is a little bit lighter than, than all of that. And I'm sure it's probably on your list too, I would imagine. But my number two is the beach house. Yeah, I don't, what do you, this isn't lighter. I don't know. I didn't mean to get heavy there. Yeah, this is awesome. Celebrate. Um, yeah, so we unexpectedly, here we, are. <laughs> we unexpectedly bought the beach house this year and I would have thought. Very unexpected. Let's say, let's say. <laughs> Completely, completely unexpectedly unexpected so over the past few years you know we've thought a lot about where we want to live if in our ideal scenario and of course trev asks me this question i mean my gosh i feel like it was oh, we record other, podcasts about <laughs> it like at, at least two or three podcasts a year kind of around yes. this question so our both of our ideal living situation is to be near the water preferably the beach, but also a lake or something like that. We love being on the water, near the water. So we just- The beach it, was our number one for both of us. Was, like if someone said one. you could have a mountain house, lake house, beach right. house, like for both of us, right. it was always beach would be first. Yes. And, you know, at the end of 2019, we did a few trips where we were able to rent Airbnbs that were actually- on the water, one in Maine and one in Florida. And so it just got us thinking. Spoiled us. Yeah, it's That's spoiled what happened. Us, it spoiled us. Um, that we love just being on the water. So then Charles was like, well, maybe we should consider moving to Florida or Florida or getting an Airbnb or an investment property in Florida, maybe North Carolina, you know. But, and so he would randomly or maybe not so randomly <laughs> search different areas <laughs> that we thought we would want to live in. On Obsessively. The, the realtor apps. So anyway, beginning of the year comes and, you know, we're just planning on our year and all of our travel. Then COVID hits and everything stops. And, you know, as soon as COVID happened, I was like, well, maybe we should just go like quarantine somewhere on the beach. And <laughs> I wasn't completely comfortable with doing that at the beginning of COVID. Then they closed all the beaches anyway. So we were like, whatever. But then in June, Trav found this house and he was like, well, surely this house isn't on the beach because the price point for beachfront is not there it's like much cheaper than any beachfront house it's not a shack um anywhere in the united states trust me he's looked along all the I, coastline i looked at every beachfront house <laughs> along the eastern shoreboard shoreboard yeah. once yeah. yeah it was a long night where i didn't sleep much yeah yeah anyway he found this house and we have a whole podcast about it so you can listen to it if you want, want to know more information about how we came upon this house but it was very unexpected and here we are sitting here and we've spent the past four months here and obviously we love it and it's been really fun. The house is, is in great condition, but it was quite outdated in a lot of things. So it's been fun for me to, you know, use my design knowledge and redecorate and update some of the spaces here. And, you know, still work in progress. We still have some things that we want to do you know, to make it more of our home. But our plan is to rent it on, in the summer. 
Yep. I guess we'll have to leave. I, I mean, that, yeah, <laughs> the plan has always been to rent. Again, yes. we have a much more in-depth podcast about this. You right. can It's 20 questions about buying a beach house, I think is what it's called. You'll see it. It's a few above this one. Uh, we just recorded it not that long ago. But the plan is to rent it in the summer to mm-hmm. be able to make a decent amount of money so that it, it essentially pays for itself. Um, because right. even though it was an amazing value, mm-hmm it still isn't cheap, right? No. Um, so that being said, so yes, we have some plans to do that, but the yeah. beach house, completely unexpected. Mm-hmm. I, the the most unexpected part was maybe not that we would buy a house. I mean, that was unexpected for sure, right. but that we would be able to find something that was legitimately mm-hmm. beachfront. It, it, it didn't even cross our minds. Yes. Um, you know, when I was looking normally, it was like, oh, Hat, this is like two blocks from, or three blocks from the beach, but they have a pool. You know, we were, yeah. we were looking at options that would have been good options, but this came up and it was a now or never. This yes. is exactly what we want, is the size we want, is the setup that we want, is on the beach. We got to do it. Yeah. The only thing that would make this better is if our family also moved to North Carolina. But for now, we'll just have to settle with going back to Pennsylvania hey to family, visit as, them. As you all listen to this, because some of you do, I mean, you know that you'll end up here eventually. So. <laughs> Come on down, Come everybody. on down. Uh, second to last thing for me on my list is the thing, I, this is what I'm thankful for. A red couch, the World Domination Summit 2013, and a couch. phone call in 2014 when I was playing basketball. Okay. What do those three Again, things have in really common? <laughs> thought through this so much. The red couch, I can only assume, was a couch that we had in Japan. It was a couch that we had in Japan. Ooh. That awful red couch that I would sit on when I started Extra Pack of Peanuts. So what do those things have in common? All three of those things have led us to the lifestyle that we are at now. Now, of course, there are many other things that have led us mm-hmm. to the, our current lifestyle. But the red couch, just to hit on these really quick mm-hmm. was this the couch that I sat on every Tuesday and Thursday from 4 to 7 p.m. when I started writing extra pack of peanuts in 2012 horribly horribly uncomfortable couch I'm glad I have one picture of it a lot uh, of our friends slept on that couch though yeah I mean it was better than the floor <laughs> but that's all you could say for it the world domination summit 2013 I have Heather to thank for this uh we had no money we had just moved home from Japan and it was a $600 conference to go to. And I had been wanting to go to it for a couple of years. This was the third year that they're having it. And Heather basically forced me to go. She's like, you've been talking about this for years. You, you just got to go. I know we don't have any money. We'll make it work. There, I met almost every person who has played a role in my entrepreneurial life. Uh, I, I met there, uh, especially starting out, including Jason, who then in 2014, the third thing, made a call to me as I was getting ready to play basketball. Um, and said, I want to do this project called, well, it wasn't called the Paradise Pack at that point, but that we did, that was the first project we did together. And because of all those things uh, and, and many other things, those are just symbolic of the things that have led us to the lifestyle that you were talking about, being entrepreneurs, controlling our own destiny, um, and having our fate a little bit more in our hands. And that has especially been hit home this year. Um, in a lot of different ways. And one of the ways that you mentioned, Heth, was, you know, we have a travel podcast, this podcast, although you guys now know this is a little bit more far reaching than just travel, right? We're not just focused on just travel. It is a bigger scope um, of freedom and building a lifestyle that allows you to have the freedom you want. And uh, what we call now the triangle of freedom, which is location freedom, time freedom, and financial freedom. 
And, you know, we never knew we were doing that when we started Extra Pack of Peanuts in 2012. We just didn't want to move home and, and have to live. <laughs> you don't have to live. We wanted just location freedom. But yeah. since then, obviously, we've progressed and we've evolved. And so because we've built businesses that are not just travel, like travel is a part of it and a very big part of it and is kind of the end result that we enjoy. But because we built other stuff, it means we weren't as hard hit. Mm -hmm. as some of our friends who are just in the travel industry and we're relying on traffic from Google. And obviously when no one's searching about travel and during COVID, you know, their sites take a hit and, you know, our site yep. did take a hit from traffic oh, yeah. uh, big time. <laughs> and so we did have things that went to zero that, that, so it's not like we had no hardships when it came to this, but because we had started doing other things and diversified that, that had really helped us a lot. Um, and we weren't nearly as affected. And I, I would also say then, Looking even further back, Heth, had we not gotten into this, I don't know what jobs we would have, but I do know that the thing that we did both before this was be teachers. Yes, and, and our heart goes out to all the teachers out there and all the parents who have children in school. Fortunately, ours are small enough that we don't have to have that obstacle in our way right now because, wow, we have a lot of friends who are teachers and it's just so hard with the pandemic and the, you know, virtual learning and then hybrid learning. And it's so, yes, I'm very grateful. It's, it's I don't want to say it's a no-win situation because we are very positive people, but it's a very hard situation for mm -hmm. everyone involved. And I look at my friends who are teachers who are stressed out because parents think things should be one way. And I get that because we're parents and you want it one way. And then you're, but you, and a lot of our friends who are teachers are parents. So they see both mm -hmm. sides, but then you have an administration, people saying you should do this, you shouldn't do this. And, you know, when I just look at the situation that teachers are in, and this goes even further a field to people in other industries as well. We just know teaching, you know, cl it's closer to our heart. We know it more inherently. It is not easy. And you've had to put up with a lot of stuff. Yes. And it's, you know, how do we not become entrepreneurs and gone down this path? We could still feasibly be teachers. And I'm just thankful that we're not because for our own sanity, but also because I think there's a way, you know, we have a way that now we can help affect people who might want to get out of that too. I'm not saying every teacher does want to leave teaching, but now because of what we teach with the Lifestyle Launch Academy and we're able to teach entrepreneurship for people who have been affected and seen this pandemic and said, oh my gosh, my job doesn't look what it like, like what yeah. it used to. And I, and I want to try something new and I want to try something out. Um, I'm just very thankful that we went down this path of entrepreneurship and have location independence and time independence and financial independence um, because it's been a long road. Yes, but this has. makes it all worth Especially it. thinking back to that red couch in Japan 10 years ago. I bought ago. that couch 2010 <laughs> at a thrift store yes. for $20. Mm -hmm. And, and uh, $20 well spent. Yeah, I was very grateful for that couch when we had it because we moved into an empty apartment in Japan and we were teachers then. And our salary was, you know, we weren't going to outfit a whole apartment with brand new things no. for two years. So yes, we've come a long way since the red couch in our very meager-ish <laughs> living quarters as our teachers. Spartan in and sparse living meager <laughs> me, uh, living but, quarters. Yeah. And I, I just go and one more step and tell people if, if they didn't see it out on Instagram, Heth, you made a post on Instagram that got a lot of love. Mm -hmm. And this was telling people, hey, we're just being open about this now that yes, we started as a travel site, but now it has become a broader scope and we're going to yeah. be we're going to be doing more of that in the podcast and you've seen that we talk about location and pen and so if you follow the podcast for any length of time 
and on Instagram. So we are going to mm-hmm. show you more behind the scenes. Well, yes. you tell them. You you know more about what we're going to kind of show off a little bit that isn't just travel-related content. Right. Well, as Trav said, we started out that way. And even, even last year, before COVID hit, we were kind of like, well, should we pivot? You know, we do a lot of different things now. We're parents now, and we're entrepreneurs more so in other areas. So, yes, basically what we decided to do with our brand as – Epop as extra pack of peanuts is just broaden a little bit and say we're not just about travel. We'll still talk about travel when it's relevant to us and to our lives. And you know, extra pack of peanuts is still there as a resource with all of the information that's always been there. But as far as new content, it will be more about our lives as parents, our Airbnbs, our entrepreneurial. Incline, <laughs> inclinations, leanings, yeah. whatever you want to call it, um, endeavors. Endeavors. And the biggest thing that we've launched this year that Trav and Jason have launched has been Lifestyle Launch Academy, which, you know, we have a challenge coming and it's it's just really exciting to be a part of all of that. And we want to share it with all of you. Yeah. So we're essentially saying instead of compartmentalizing EPOP and saying it's only travel, and then we do stuff over here in Location Indie for for people who want to take, I I would say, the next step over just travel and say, I want to build a lifestyle that gives me freedom. Because essentially travel is saying, I want to have some freedom to explore. And then people come back Mm -hmm. and they say, wait, I want more freedom. I want more time to explore. I want this or that. Um, We're just saying, hey, we're kind of overlapping them some. and And we will show more of that on EPOP as well, because we've gotten a lot of feedback about that. And COVID has also shown us that there is more to a lifestyle freedom than just saying, I want freedom to travel. There's a lot of other ways that freedom can can kind of enter your life, even when you can't travel, such as, you know, working from home right. or working different hours or things like that. Right. So there you go. All right. Red couch. Thank you. 2010 <laughs> red couch from a recycle mart yes. in Japan. So my number one thing, and I i mean, Trav didn't number his list, but my number one thing I just had to put on here because it's more important to me this year than it has ever been. And that is the health of all of our family and friends. I mean, we're so grateful that COVID actually hasn't really affected us because no one that we know super personally in our close friend group or our family has gotten COVID. And, you know, we've been pretty serious about taking all the precautions and wearing masks and you know not going out really very much at all (laughs) not seeing a ton of people so I mean we haven't just only stayed home like I know some people have but I would say we're kind of more in the, the middle ground I suppose with with the care that we've been taking and I'm just grateful so much so that we haven't had to suffer from COVID personally because it's just been a tough year for a lot of people out there and our year actually hasn't been so tough. So I guess I'm grateful for that. Yeah. Yeah. There's a lot of people out there who have had to deal with a lot of worse stuff than us. Um, not just like the extra stuff that COVID has affect for, has sure. affected all of us, but actually the, the disease itself. Um, and yeah, thankfully we haven't had that. And I agree that that, that, sh- that is number one. Um, far and above, like, and I think that's one thing that I've really been thankful for. We talk about slowing down, but Mm -hmm. also just appreciating, we'll call it little things you take for granted, i.e. your health, Mm -hmm. right? I.e. you know, that 
being able to have family around you for us, you know, things like that. Um, it helped kind of crystallize the things that are most important for a lot of people. And you, when you boil it down, it comes down to family and health and everything else mm -hmm. is kind of just extra. Yeah. Um, my last one is an extra thing though. So we'll take it away. Now you said like a lighter moment here. <laughs> um, I, I realized that I've done this the last couple of years and you know, that is this idea of just saying thank you to all of you who listen to the podcast and who have supported Extra Pack of Peanuts, who have supported Location Indie. Maybe you're a member of Location Indie. Maybe you've come through our Lifestyle Launch Academy. Maybe you did our Side Hustle Success Challenge, which honestly is I'm crazy thankful for. It was probably the best entrepreneurial thing I've ever done. 700 people in a challenge. It was amazing. It was so- It was you, so incredible. And you just delivered above and beyond. I said to Trav with this- Side Hustle Success Challenge, you literally gave away almost, I would say, two to three master classes. Like if any of you have done the Frequent Flyer master class that Trav has done usually on Black Friday every year, I mean, like, that's a three hour thing. And yes. you just, you just, it was awesome. Yeah. So we actually, we, we do have another challenge coming up in January, um, a side health success challenge. So if you did not get in on the first time or you want to do it again, uh, we'll be sending you information out about that. You could check it out. Um, you could go to extrapackofpeanuts.com slash challenge. That page should still be live right now where you can like sign up to get more information about it. But all that is to say, no matter what you've supported of ours, we know that if you're listening to this, you've at least supported. I don't mean that like, oh, only. I mean, you are supported the thing that we maybe love the most, and that's getting to sit down here mm -hmm. and do the podcast. And um, now the Instagram or IGTV, if you guys are watching, hi. <laughs> um, and the whole team that puts that together. So just a few stats for y'all to, to lead so that you see Oh, here come the, the stats. Here the come stats. the stats. We're not, getting, we're not going through a Thanksgiving thanks without thanks, without a Thanksgiving thanks without showing you a few <laughs> stats. Uh, to date, as of recording right now, we have had 4,610,111 downloads all time. Not too shabby. That does not include people who are like watching it on uh, like in any social media or anything. That's just people listening to podcasts. So four and a half, over four and a half million podcast downloads all time. Wow. Uh, this year alone, we had 856,000 since last Thanksgiving. Wow. Thanks. So that's I amazing. Mean, let, let's hope I would love Gosh. if between this Thanksgiving, thanks and 21, 2021 Thanksgiving, thanks. It's still weird that we're over that we're in the 2020s. <laughs> and um, and I, this year's almost over. Let's say like, it'd be awesome if we had like a million and a half in a year that, that, that could happen. Uh, 736 ratings on iTunes slash Apple Podcast. Mm -hmm. We want to get to a thousand. We sure so do. Here's what's kind of cool, Heath. I, I ran a little numbers before. We had 273 reviews left this year. Meaning, if we have 273 reviews mm -hmm. left next year, we will be over a thousand. So why don't you just do it now? If you've listened to this podcast 2020 before, 2020 could be the year. And yeah, <laughs> and you love it. Uh, go leave a review if you're listening on Apple Podcasts, especially, but anywhere that you're listening, we want to break a thousand. We think that'd be pretty cool. There are, I, to my knowledge, no travel podcasts that have over a thousand um, reviews I, I, that I've seen. Okay. Um, so that would be super sweet. Uh, we've done 451 shows total, mm -hmm. um, including 52 this year. So right on the mark, one mm -hmm. a week. There you guys go. And uh, people have been using on Instagram the hashtag epop sent us so that was always really yes. special to us uh explain that because you're the social media so one. 
we haven't gotten into as many recently because people haven't been traveling. Right. But if you listen to the podcast or you read something on the blog that we recommended and then you went and did it, you use the hashtag EPUP sent us and then we would see it on social media. So it's been super fun to see, you know, a lot of people going to the gelato places that we love, not just in Italy, but the one in Slovenia, Vigo, got Woo, so Vigo. much love. Uh, last year and in the beginning of this year, people going there and, you know, mostly just restaurants, ice cream places, but also some coffee activities, shops, coffee shops, breweries. So yes, EPOP sent us is really fun for us to engage with all of you. Yeah. And we'll repost it. I don't know how to do that, but Heather does. And so does <laughs> Mac. Um, so yeah. So thank you guys for listening. Thank you for the whole team that puts this together. Chris, our longtime podcast editor, couldn't do it without you. Um, Casey, who gets the everything ready, schedules guests, get the pot gets the podcast out, um, and then of course my lovely co-host Heather, who somehow figures out how to get this on IGTV. <laughs> Listen, uh, it's not easy, guys. <laughs> it's not. I don't know how she does it. Um, but thank you, Heather, for being a co-host. And I, I will say, as we get ready to wrap up here, we looked back and said the things that we're thankful for in 2020. We've kind of just touched on this a little bit. But looking forward, some of the things that we're excited about that are just around the corner at the end of 2020 and into 2021, we already told you more social media and behind the scenes stuff you know, with our family, DIY, beach house stuff, Airbnb properties, just the life that we've created. Let's just call it that. Our lifestyle, which people have been interested in saying, how can I do some of that or a part of that? Or some of you have said, how can I do basically what you guys are doing? Because I know seven years ago when I saw people doing it, that's what I wanted. I'm like, I don't know how they're doing it, but I want to do what those people are doing. Mm -hmm. And so we want to pull that curtain back a little bit on social media, through the podcast, through stuff like that. And as Heather mentioned, we're doing more challenges, coaching, teaching. We're going to have a new website over at locationindy.com um, just to highlight the lifestyle and how you can build what we're calling a lifestyle first business that can get you to the triangle of freedom, financial freedom, location freedom, and time freedom. Because we believe if you have that, um, you can lead the your best life, um, which we thankfully are able to, to lead and we are thankful for that. Yes. So thank you guys for listening. Remember, if you did listen and you got through this and you said, all right, you know, that was really cool. Take take a couple minutes, 5, 10, 15 minutes, reflect back on your 2020, especially in this crazy year of 2020 and say, what are unexpected things that I am thankful for? And then let us know on Instagram. That's the best way. Throw it up on the post. Um, let us know what you're thankful for. It's always great to see other people who are practicing thankfulness and thoughtfulness um, even in a year when things got pretty crazy. Yes. Absolutely. So thank you guys for the support. As always, that makes us a number one rated travel podcast. And until next time, happy free travels. See ya. I'll show you Paris soon.